Hey everybody, welcome to Kirk and Off, a weekly podcast where my cousin and I talk about Kirk Minahan and the happenings inside of his world. My name's Buddy, he's Bly Mike Staddy. Bly Mike Staddy, say hello. Hello, hello. Hey, what's going on? It's just like the old days, they're just the two of us for a little bit, huh? Yeah, That's pretty good. the two of us, yeah. Yep. Andrew's on an interview, he's going to pop in when he's Ooh, done, so... He? Um, let's see when that is. So that's gonna be some a, a fucking abrupt landing. So just be beware yep. of that. Um, so our guest today, TJ Hubbard, right? Yes, that's, that's what we got. Um, yep. can't wait to talk to him. Uh, we really haven't done it yet. Probably talked to him about 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. Um, other than that, you want to just talk about the week a little bit? Yeah, let's let's catch up. First of all, uh, well done to you and Andrew on the new special. I thought it came out well. Yeah, I thought you guys did great. So I um, thanks. First of all, um, <laughs> that's very nice of you to say. Um, uh, but I, <laughs> um, I feel bad doing stuff like that because I'm like BM, like the the show was BMD's idea. That's all right. Like, like the reason anybody listens is because BMD's name. That's the reason. Like, obviously, oh. like anybody spent any time. It's your voice. Um, you got a good tone. I'm gonna stop it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, so that that part sucks, but I but I did really like the idea. I yeah. am upset. Like I wanted to release that honestly Tuesday, right? And it, and it didn't happen for for multiple reasons. I got stuck at work, and like Andrews, yeah. Andrews had a crazy schedule the last couple of weeks. Um, so we just released it as as our show, which actually, so like, so I just want to apologize because I said we were going to give you an extra show. We didn't do it, and then we didn't even fucking do a show. Like, so that's but that's the new special that's, like, counts. Yeah, forty minutes. That's and fair, but but yeah. that brings me to another point, though. No Kirkinoff next week, next Friday, uh, June fourth. Yeah, yeah. That's yep. uh, BMD's wedding. You want you want me to say that? That's a good say. That. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. BMD's getting married. So. Uh, well, vow renewal wedding, COVID wedding. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. Thanks you. Yeah. Yeah. So we got that. So I know we said we weren't going to take a week off, but we're taking a week off. And then the week after that, uh, he'll be out of the country. So. Maybe we'll get uh, like a quick guest interview. Like, like I'll talk to him for like ten minutes while he's on the beach one day. Um, yeah. But uh, the week after that, it'll be me and Andrew and somebody. But yeah, so so let's just start talking about the week at the beginning of Monday's show and like yeah. the, the bombshell we got like within the first minute, two minutes was Steve's not coming back to KMS ever unless he says unless he wants the post mortem, I guess. But he's yeah. Kirk said Kirk said we're good without you, dude. Yeah, I was hoping that we'd get some more shows with them, uh, but I guess we're not. Madawaska is not no longer a Steve tribute. Uh, I'm kind of disappointed. I wanted to hear him one last time, but like Kirk says, if you don't want to be there, then don't be there. Pretty much. Yeah, you don't. So, I and I think that Steve, not not that it's been put out there like as as a challenge or anything, but I think Steve will answer the the bell, so to speak, when it comes yeah, he's to been like having on Twitter. Yeah, I know. No, but you know what I mean? In terms of having one more show, I think I think mm-hmm. there will be one more Mike, Steve, and, and Kirk show. And I, I hope so. I don't know if it gets contentious. I know Kirk could make it contentious if he felt like it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, and same with Steve, I, I guess. But but he's been over the top. I want to say over the top, but he's been over overly complimentary of, of Steve and what he's done. I mean, besides, you know, the, the past. What did you say? Did he say oh, comp? comp? complimentary yeah complimentary Com- i don't know i was trying to use my english complimentary complimentary <laughs> been overly complimentary of steven <laughs> but um i fucked you up i'm sorry that's all right no but whatever so we'll see what happens. no i i agree and i think and and then you know you heard there was steve obviously had those great tweets about the case um right right like so like i don't i think they both like don't want to do it but they both could you know yeah, and, and I, I hope i hope it doesn't happen yeah, but look at what look at what we've gotten this week thus far. We had uh, Monday was Matt Carano, mm-hmm. Wednesday was Craig. Yeah, we got to talk about Craig. Friday will be you know Tim and Rob. I can't wait for that episode. I, I think that's going to be awesome. And then uh-huh. next week, I don't know what the surprises are lined up for next week, but next week is going to be just as great. Also, so. shout out Madawaska Rob for going to fucking Madawaska, dude. <laughs> like for like to represent Kirk. He's such a fucking crazy man. I hope he did- I hope he has some of that. stuff recorded so we could listen to it on friday's show yeah i i'm sure he did yeah oh i'm praying oh you know i pray i'm praying he did i guess um yeah what so then i guess the next big thing that came out of monday's show was was 
Um, obviously, we know we know like about Cullinane. We'll talk about Cullinane uh, so much during this episode. Yeah, I know, I, I know we haven't yet. Like yeah. uh, we have, like we haven't talked about like Cullinane getting the job yet. But like we'll we're gonna talk to TJ about it. And we want to yeah. get Andrew's takes. Yeah. I know I, I reached out to Cullinane because I was trying to get not like you know, like you know we DM he had DM me like a little bit about like Clubhouse. We when it started, he's like you need to get there or like because nobody's there right now. But like I didn't understand it. You know, so I was like, okay, yeah. I will, but I never checked it out. So I, mm-hmm. but I just DM'd him and was like, hey, Andrew's going to reach out for the news. And I think he you know, stiffed Andrew. So we'll see. I mean, we'll have to see what the news segment has. Uh, I know. But so, but anyway, another big thing that came out was uh, Kirk referred Carano at, to Jerry as like his producer. I don't know the right way to say that. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Referral. Yeah. 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 I guess. I hope he gets it. He deserves yeah. it. Carano's awesome. So. If if Carano becomes Jerry's producer, I will listen to the Jerry Callahan show. Yeah, I have I, I haven't listened to one episode since Kirk yeah. was on. I I really really will. Or if Kirk Kirk even said that you know Carano could have an extended role within the show as well. So yeah, yeah, I don't know. Hopefully they talk business at some point. I know Carano was putting his name in there before Cullinane was chosen. So we'll see. Mm. But uh, he did play he did play some of the new special and. Yeah, to, yeah. I don't know if you want to talk about. Yeah, no, no, I, I yeah. do because it's it's nice. Like anytime they play our stuff, which means they'll probably never play it again. Yeah. But but like it's also nice when they play our stuff and they don't shit on us. Like they're yeah. talking about like either <laughs> yeah. either the it's either it's adding to the conversation or they're making fun of other people, which is yeah. kind of what happened like with John. Um, mm-hmm. with like Corano played. Obviously, he played the bit when he's just making fun of them because of their grudge and that. Again, I don't. Right. Know, I honestly. I know I say this every time, but I kind of don't really know where that goes back to. Um, right. But I just I I heard like that th- that quote from John, and I just when John was saying it, I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, you have to put a disclaimer here because Kirk's gonna eat you alive. So just a couple <laughs> of seconds later, I'm like, hey, nobody, we know nobody could corrupt Kirk, but like maybe maybe John's saying Steve would try it, you know. <laughs> but I'm just again, I'm just glad he didn't fucking hit us over the head with anything. I don't think but, so. Um, what, who else? They played a little bit of Manners, right? but, yeah, Manners, but not yeah. VDs. No, no. But Kirk said he likes VD, which is obvious. Like, right. You know, I, I mean, think everybody likes VD. Of course. Yeah, he's a legend. He's a yeah. GOAT. Yeah. I guess. Well, I want to circle back to the subject of Steve because it's just popped in my head. But I was like, once they made that announcement about Colony, and I was kind of like taken aback by all the Steve hate. I know there's like Steve haters there, but there just seems to be a lot of like, Steve, I don't, I want, I don't know if they're haters or what they are, but there's a were, lot of like. Were you taken aback was, by by what John had to say on our show? Ah, uh, no, because we know how John feels. But I was just, and, and I'm just saying, like on social media, like you just go on Twitter and there's just yeah. like, there was some praise for Steve, but not as much as I thought there would be. I thought it was overly negative, and I don't care which way it goes. I've always enjoyed Steve, um, but I was just kind of like, oh shit, really? The Minifans feel a certain type of way about Steve and a good majority of them. And I, you know, a lot of people think Cullinane's going to bring a different, you know, aspect or something to the show. Like a different energy, like a different, yeah, yeah. a different like relationship with the fans, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah. He's like yeah. very active. And that's the other thing. I was like, how long is he going to be able to keep that up for? Cause that shit does get tiring. Yeah. I will say I, I didn't see as much of the Steve hate, but not, I wasn't necessarily looking for it. I was like reading yeah. through comments and that, that yeah. kind of stuff. Um, but it, not that it's, a, it doesn't surprise me because like we're Minifans, dude, you know what I mean? Right, and like, right. and he's kind of turning his back on the show, like, even though he's doing what's best for him. So I totally get like the people who kind of were on the fence just being like, Hey, fuck him then. Right. Like, right. um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't feel that kind of way about Steve. Like, I wish, I wish he didn't go. I, yeah. I think he's great on, on the show. Like when he's happy, right. um, I wish he, like, I hope. Like maybe Kirk gets to have like his own team, you know what I mean? Like like he obviously already has um like Justin and or had Justin and Steve. Congrats, like, congrats to Justin too. Yeah, of course, and it's promotion, not promotion. Um, but like if you know what I mean, but like if he had his own like 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 true stable of guys who were getting paid and like yeah, okay, Steve could do a couple of weeks on like KMS while Dave took some weeks off, you know what I mean? And still get right, paid right. and still work on the case, you know, like kind of like like yeah. almost like Kirk's casting couch, you know what I mean? Right, but, if he, but again, he doesn't he doesn't want to be there, so. And I think when you now that you, you you know how Steve feels and you look back at prior episodes, you can kind of tell that Steve was kind of like falling off a little bit as far as his involvement and 
and yeah just adding content to the show playing and it's know, definitely easier like music. yeah and, and they're like pointing that shit out like a yeah. ton now you know what i mean yeah. and it's kind of like oh yeah i guess i i might not have noticed that but like you you once you point it out it's like oh my god yeah how did i miss that right. i guess but um do you want to talk about wednesday show at all like do you want to talk about craig yeah shout out to craig for playing my call thank you yeah, very much big time <laughs> i've been begging for that call to get on so <laughs> i thought um and i thought i thought it was like really funny like obviously like i mean yeah, i hope did. i hope he's like around more like I, how much more can, dave's gonna be the producer how many yeah, times he was, is craig really gonna be in but i but i but i really liked hearing him i thought it was i thought it was yeah, fun. when he was when he talked he was fun he was a little uh nervous at first i think but after that he settled down and speaking of nervous that call like, were you stuttering, or were you you, were you trying Craig, to? I want to play an old guy to fit in, and that's what you like think. If old you guys listen sound to that like... show, yeah, yeah, like, like we did a we have we edited a lot out, like, be, of course, I, yeah. in the beginning, because I was talking about Joe Biden and all this other stuff, and then we went into Steve Robinson, SC Robinson, the cri- cri- cryptocurrency, and, and he's leaving the show, and uh, <laughs> there's some there's some good drops in there. I, I called today. I think it was another excellent call I made today. Um, yeah, but I don't, I mean, whatever, let them try to call. But like, I got this, I shook this guy today. I shook, I got him shook, and I feel bad because he's like 82, I think, is what we figured out. (laughs) Um, but uh, another excellent call went right over his head, and then he finally picked up on it and he fucking cut me off, but not before I could get in my my key uh, fingers up the ass, but um, <laughs> you, I think Mina fans will enjoy it. If you listen to Wednesday's episode, I kind of took some stuff. Kirk said verbatim to do my open, to get the guy comfortable. And then subsequently went into the fingers up my son's ass and it went right over his head. And then I said, I guess you didn't understand so what I was saying, but my, you're just telling everybody the whole call. Well, shit, you got to listen to it. I mean, we, I mean, we only have 10 <laughs> listeners, but whatever. It was, it was good. <laughs> I I was um not like upset, but like I I kind of wish we didn't have the calls at the end of our episode now since they got played. That's alright though. You know, and I know I know again whatever only two hundred people heard it or whatever, but like we didn't think they were gonna get played on the show, and then we we found yeah. uh, we found our opportunity and Craig and Matt Carano and Tim and Rob to they would hopefully play it, and they did. So and, we, and there's some stuff that we submitted to Tim and Rob. Uh, of another public access show that we call into that hopefully gets played on Friday show. Now, how's that many... going with those guys? <laughs> Which one? The, fo- the photos? Yeah, are, uh... yeah, you don't have to say. But yeah, yeah. Um, it's going good. They're kind of like getting sick of us and playing along. It's like, oh, it's this guy again. Jesus yeah. Christ! Blah, blah, blah. But so, yeah, I guess... and he keeps paying. It's so funny because you hear it's a public access show, and you hear the phone ringing in the background. And then, like, he's on the phone with one of us, and then you hear the call waiting beep on his phone of another call trying to come through. So it's just it's classic Sound Richard uh, prank calls done by Tim and myself. Hopefully, your uh, fans enjoy it. If it, gets, I, if it gets played. Yeah, we'll see. Did um, and I guess the last thing I want to talk about is uh, you you're, you finished the case. Just about. I got fifteen minutes left. But oh, I see. It's, it's good. I mean, it's well, pretty obvious that it's Kevin Mailer, I think, but. Yeah, it's also definitely like I like it's obviously. I'm uh, happy. I'm happy with it. I'm happy that he was finally. I was like, "What? What the fuck is this coroner doing?" But then yeah. Kirk finally got to speak with him, which I was pleased with. So. Yeah, I agree. I, I did kind of. Th- this was um. No, I don't like maybe like the least sick. I don't know if it was because it's the end of the series. But mm-hmm. like this, this was the least excited I was like after an episode. I think, or maybe like I want like I don't want to say like like it was like a letdown because it wasn't. But you know, like I just like I thought the other episodes were so good. This might have been my least favorite one, to be honest. Like yeah. maybe maybe because like Hank said like no with no conclusion, but obviously there wasn't going to be one. You know what I mean? Like, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know. I thought it was like obviously the whole thing was great. I can't believe he put so much work into it, but like. Well, I mean, I can't believe you put so much work into it. It's crazy, but I just like this this episode. I was like, shit. Like, I I didn't I didn't necessarily disagree with Hank with what Hank said about it on the show. To be honest, right? Yeah, it was it was good. I'm I have 15 minutes left. I wish it was a lot longer. 
Um, there's still a lot of shit that they can get into with that show. Mm-hmm. But again, he said that he, as if shit happens, they'll update us. So hopefully we get like a bonus episode of some updates and perfect timing. Yes. I try oh, to who's be this, perfect. Andrew? Yeah. Hey, hey guys. Hi. What's going on? So what did I miss? We're good. We we covered everything. We just we, we covered everything. You're late to the party. We're just waiting for you to invite TJ to the. We're, uh, we're going show. to the news and then TJ. All right. We interrupt Kirkinoff to find out what's been going on in the Minifin world with Andrew Augustus. A new era is set to begin. Will there be a new Minifan small town? And Team KMS comes up short. I'm Andrew Augustus, and this is the Kirkinoff Minifan News. After the resignation of Steve Robinson, the hunt for a new producer took a little time to complete. It was announced that starting on June 28th, the Dave Cullinane producing the Kirk Minahan Show era will begin. In a statement to Kirkinoff News, Cullinane said, quote, I'm excited and ready to get back into it. Those three weeks were the funniest content I've ever been a part of. As someone who wanted to be create content like that all along, to get back into that means a lot to me, end quote. Until then, the show will see a variety of producers, which we saw this week, that included Matt Carano, Craig from the Blind Mike Project, and the All in the Minna Family guys. As Minna fans prepare to flock to Madawaska, tensions are in the air as if they will remain the small town of the Kirk Minahan Show. All we can say for certain as the ball is in the town's court to appease Podcast Jesus. Kirk announced that there will be an upcoming reunion of he and Big Steve as they will be producing a special episode related to the case. Details weren't certain, but it seems like it's going to be a wrap-up, conclusion, slash any potential updates we may see. In the competition field, Team KMS was upset by eventual runner-up The Misfits in the second round of the Dozens Trivia. After losing, Kirk abruptly left, turning off his camera, and Hank Lockwood of Team Misfits took issue with that and started the strife with Kirk and the Minifans. New Team KMS member Rico Bosco was told to pick a side, and then he ended up siding with Hank because he knew Hank longer. Rico has not responded to any message for content, but it has been confirmed by Kirk himself that Rico was a little snake behind the grass, saying we can still be teammates and we can still be friends. Unfortunately, Rico, that's not how it works. But he wasn't wasting any time because Kirk Minahan announced that Rico's replacement for next year's team will be Rico's rival, Jeff Nadu. It was also announced that Jared will be back as long as his niche category is changed when the competition kicks back up. But after Hank turtled on the phone this week with Kirk, it was discussed that there could be a Lockwood vs. Minahan at the next Rough and Rowdy. Kirk has named his price with at least $50,000, and now it's up to Barstool Management to make it happen. I'm Andrew Augustus for Kirk and Off Minifan News. As always, send tips to at Kirk and underscore off and at Andrew Augustus. And now back to Buddy and Blind Mike's daddy. What's happening, guys? Hey, How are you? Doing? Thanks for taking some time out of your busy day to come on with us. No, just let me free... Uh... Say my kid's downstairs watching Super Wings. He comes <laughs> running, you know. I'm gonna have to jump off quick, but that's all right. We'll edit stuff if we have to. Okay, no biggie. Have you listened to us before or no? I have not. No, that's perfect. Right. I don't like to barely listen to anything. No, it's gonna be good. I, I like coming in raw anyway, you know. Yeah, but uh, all right. So, Andrew, are we recording? Uh, yeah, we've yeah well, we've been rolling the whole time. Ah, perfect. So, joining us on Kirkinoff is the one and only TJ Albert. TJ, how are you today? Doing very well. Little, All right. So, we usually open the show, since you said you don't listen to the show, which is mm. perfect. We usually open the show with, uh, when did you start listening to Kirk Minahan? When did I start listening to Kirk Minahan? Um, as soon as he was on EEI, because I listen to EEI all the time. Yeah. Um, big sports honk. That's how I got into it. So, um, I don't know. God, he was on the weekends early on. I didn't really listen to him then. But uh, it's more Dennis and Callahan and when that tr- transition to Dennis and Callahan with Kirk. And eventually Kirk and Callahan. That's when it really ramped up. So, Buddy? I'm t- I don't know. I want to ask him an OG. I, like, I, I want to ask, ask him a question. You want, the, man. I don't care. I want to ask him a question about the OG show, but I feel like it's like out of order right now. No, like, so, like, what's, Go where you want. OG show ever going to come back? I don't know. I mean, it's up to the uh, 
the other OGs. <laughs> one in particular, if he wants to do a show, sure. Are um, we going to drop his name? We're not going to play around this one. Drop Tim Kenton, name. right? Oh. I don't remember my other my other um, partners. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. joking. If uh, Steve Robbins would ever like to do a show, I'd do it with him. Uh, I think I might be meeting him tomorrow night, by the way. so <laughs> Doing what? <laughs> Dare I ask? <laughs> I mean, I only do two things. Eat and gamble. <laughs> so, yeah, that's probably one or the other, or both at the same time. It'd be nice. So, obviously, there's been a lot of news with the show lately. Uh, what, what were your thoughts on S.E. Robinson's departure, Steve's departure? Did you see it coming? Are you shocked? Like, how did you feel about the whole thing? Um, hmm. I don't know if I saw it coming. I don't know, you know. Without giving, you don't have a lot of particulars, you know. You don't know how much the guy makes. You don't, um, you can guess. It's always a guess. Um, I know he got a nice thousand dollar bonus. Um, I mean, that should have kept him. Uh, but I, you know, but in all honesty, you know, he's getting to that point. Um, in his personal life, I was thinking that maybe, and I said this to uh, mentors, um, that he's getting to the point where it's time to, uh, it's not time to have kids. Time to do stuff. You know what I mean? So I don't know if um I don't know if that was one of the points, you know. He's like, okay, well let's just step away from this. It's a little fucking crazy. Um, let's take some time away. Let's travel across country to be the next Ted Kaczynski. Um, <laughs> I, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what his plans are, but uh I bet you uh maybe maybe the family planning thing starts soon. Oh. I just saw it out of the corner of my eye. <laughs> little this man. little guy. <laughs> Future so. men of fam. Yes. So are you excited about Colonnade's return to the program? Were you a big oh, Colonnade guy? Yes, big, huge Colonnade guy. Um, last time I saw uh, Dave, I was at uh, the hot dog eating contest with him and RK and uh, <laughs> Patrick, who ended up winning. Um, and I can tell you that S.E. Robinson cooks the worst, worst, hot dogs I've ever tasted in my life he microwaved hot dogs and then they sat and they were cold and i was supposed to eat these things i would have oh. won that day patrick had no chance but um i would have won that day if they were decent hot dogs so if one if a hot dog eating contest happens in madawaska you and patrick are you'll take patrick down let's go i'm not, I'm not opposed to trying it just like kobayashi <laughs> i'll get him right down so those wieners were cold then the wieners were disgusting. Oh. That was gross. Gross. Oh, that's I like a nice cam natural casing or a Nick Cam Red Frank. Um, I forget the people that made those hot dogs. Uh, my mind doesn't work like it used to. Was it um, the baked beans ones? Oh, the, the, the bean company or no? B &M. Yeah, the bean. W1 bean or something like that. B and M. Yeah. Beans and meats. Beans and meats. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Um, not wasn't too much of a fan of those. Did you did you know about Red Snappers before that? You're a main guy though. Right? Are that... you shitting me? I'm, I'm okay, sorry. Cut my leg open. I'll bleed out Red Snapper. It's so good. It's so good. Red Snappers are the oh, they're so good. Um, I live like a couple miles from where what the Jordans meets. Uh, we're famous for the Red Snappers. Like you can't get those in Florida, you know. Um, you can only get them up here. Um, just like you can't get an Italian sandwich in Florida, you can only get them up in Maine. Uh, you know. So, yeah, big fan of the Reds. Big fan of hot dogs. I actually have a chance to buy a hot dog <laughs> cart, and I'm thinking about it seriously to just, like, roll up with hot dogs and, you know, come slide, you, you know, my meat down your throat. Let's do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? DJ's meats. Yeah, you're, 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 you're close to the beach, right? Because we, yeah, we, yeah. we went to the pre-show in Saco, so I'm assuming you're pretty close to the beach, so that'd be perfect. Yeah, it, yeah. It, uh, right next to the beach, right next to uh, a couple state parks. Oh. Um. Wow. Yeah, I can put it right on my front lawn. I bet you people will come down. And slide, 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 nice. Snap Are we convincing him to buy this hot dog cart? Oh, let me slide. No, slide your meat right down your mouth. <laughs> my meat. Down let me show you my beef <laughs> and lips and assholes. This sounds like it's a oh. call that you know. That we might have to pitch this idea off of our buddy down in Woonsocket. <laughs> Oh shoot! Oh. <laughs> Are you caught up with this week's shows, TJ? Um, for the most part, yeah. What do you think of this week's guest producers thus far? 
Uh, I think Craig was all right. I mean, it's his first time. Yeah. Mm. You put put me in that spot. <laughs> you know, be the same. You know, I'm not gonna mumble, but um, I don't know what, no idea what I'm doing. What do you think of his song oh. choice of the ones he played? Oh, the song, yeah. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Speaking of song choice, <laughs> hang on one second, buddy. And we'll deal with it. We'll deal with it. So, yeah, no, I, I mean, I keep thinking about making a parody song and then I don't have time. That's what yeah. sucks. Yeah. I don't want to do it. I got my Madawaska shirt on right here. Let's see that. There you go. That's this year's. So, that's how, your how, long going? Ride? how long Oh, we're not going. Oh, I'm not nope. going. No. I won't, I won't be in country. Oh, excuse me. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh. No, it's really nice to be so fancy. I mean, I'll be I mean, in Utah. Wait, you, so. Where are you flying back? <laughs> um, I fly back the day after. I fly, I think I, that shows the twelfth. I fly back the thirteenth. No, no, let me ask this question again. Um, where are you flying to? Oh, uh, I'm it's my honeymoon, so I'm going to Aruba. Oh, there you go. That's so that's COVID, COVID wedding that we had to postpone that we're doing next week, and then the honeymoon following that. So that's cool. Well, yeah. I'll enjoy your time down there. Yeah. Um. No, it's going to take, I think you just asked me how long it's going to take for me to get to Madawaska. Mm-hmm. I think it's five hours. Um, it's a good, you know, five, five and a half hours to get there. And that's me doing 90, 95, half the way. <laughs> the only way to do I mean, it. That, what's that? I was going to say, that's the only way you have to do it on those roads up there. Once you, once you get past Bangor, it's 75 is the uh, speed limit. And they don't pull you over if you're doing 85. So, yeah, get up to about 90 and feather it down if you see somebody. Yeah, <laughs> Most of them are just, you know, looking at TikTok and hanging out with cops anyway. So, <laughs> you think uh, with Colony back, do you think the YouTube channel will make a resurgence? I mean, I might have been on the uh, first great greatest thinkers, the great thinkers episode. I was. Subsequently, I was on the last great thinkers episode with a uh, uh, Chi Boy. Chi Boy. Chi Boy Chop. And the, um, the sheriff, as Tim Ren- uh, Tim Rizzo's called, yeah, him. yes, and they were uh, they're headed to um, oh, the rough and rowdy, and his girl was the showgirl. Oh, so, yes, I yes, forgot so, about that whole thing. Um, speaking of yeah, rough and rowdy, though, that's some big news this week on the rough and rowdy front. Yeah, do you want to see Kirk fight and whip the shit out of Hank? I don't know. See, here's the thing: like, I have two older brothers, and you know, having having two brothers i think Kirk could probably fend for himself all right yeah um i don't know i, I, I don't know i know i can fight like a mother f- i can i can fight pretty well let's put it that way <laughs> i've done it my whole life i love it i love boxing we boxed as a kid i put out the other day because i was watching that tyson documentary um we used to fight in the backyards with boxing gloves and tape it you know and uh, um I, I have an older brother that uh that hosted that uh, Mike and the Men fans Socko there last year. Um, he's only five foot four. Man, <laughs> could he fight? He could. Yeah, God, he could fight like the Dickens. So, but you know, we'd we'd spar all the time. I loved it. I love boxing. Let's go. Yeah. My, I, I mean, if, if if Kirk actually fights in a rough and rowdy, I'm hosting a party somewhere because that's just gonna be must watch. We're going back to the Kowloon. I'm going back to the Kowloon. Oh God. Oh, man, I can. I wonder who would fight. Hank. I mean, other than Hank. He said Hank. He said he, he said he'd fight Hank for fifty k. He said his number. That's right, he did. I don't know. I don't, I don't, what's Hank's outlook? I don't think he's. No, Hank's the, the big thing is he, he's one and zero in rough and rowdy. And the big thing was he was juicing during that one. So I think Kirk made it clear that he would do it for fifty k and no juicing. Yeah, Hank said he wouldn't juice. He, he said he wouldn't fight Kirk. Yeah. And we're not live, right? Can you just give me we, one second? Yeah, we got it. I'm hearing old McDonald has a farm next to me. <laughs> <laughs> we can hear it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're going to cut out the other stuff, but we're yeah. definitely leaving some of that McDonald's coming in. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing I can do. I was yeah. like, all right, enough. Yeah. So we know you're a big trading card guy. What's your most prized trading card that you have in your possession right now? I mean, I can just. <laughs> They're all right here. There's a lot of them. Look at this one. Yeah. Jordan, oh, that's nice. a nice Jordan. I like that. Um, which one I, in my possession, I have one to be graded. Um, I had a Justin Herbert, um, 
black prism autograph in a pack of cards uh two weeks ago so that was sent out to get graded um we'll see it's worth um so what how does that process work what do you what do you mean by sent out to be graded like well there's a couple of different grading com companies um okay. psa being the tops but it costs you 300 bucks and you don't oh, see geez. it for you know uh, two weeks and 300 bucks is pretty steep yeah um they're pretty backed up which yeah. is um and, you know they're they're not always they're not flawless and then you have other grading card companies like the beckett um it costs a little right. less but a little further turnaround time and then there's uh the hybrid grading co um company uh they do a 10-day turnaround time and you have to win spots to be able to send them out uh, um i've seen a lot of mess ups from them recently to where they get the card wrong and the grading it just you know so it's hard uh the card game i think it's uh Target and Walmart have stopped selling uh, sports cards. So I think the market's starting to dip um, pretty heavily. Uh, meaning, you know, a card that was worth 6000 uh, maybe a month, two months ago is now worth $3,000. I mean, nothing's, t you know, some of the big, uh, if you have like a Michael Jordan rookie card, that's not going to take that much of a hit. Um, but some of the newer stuff, um, starting to see a little dip. So... I bought, I don't know, eight packs of 82 Donruss today. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> well, are those, like, just trading cards making a resurgence as well, do you think? Or is oh, yeah, yeah. No, or? no. They they made a huge comeback. Yeah. Um, I think over, uh, COVID really, really propelled them into yeah, the next level. Do. Yeah. So, um, but, yeah, no, I, I absolutely fucking love cards. Where'd yeah. you get the idea to start streaming, like, opening packs? Uh, I don't know. I just started just, doing it because I was just bored. Felt like doing it, yeah. And I was like, "What if I get something big? I want someone to see it, you know." And it, it's kind of like, I don't want my whole thing. I don't want people to think I'm lying. Oh God. Case of these back. All right. So you know, I don't want people to think I'm lying. So um, I want you know, if I hit something big, what if I hit something that was like hundred thousand dollars? No, it's content. You see that someone open yeah. that, you're like, "Holy God." Is totally. that really worth that much money? Um, and it's great. I mean, a lot of it's prospecting too. Uh, you know, you see somebody like um, I think right here. I can just uh, Corbin Burns, for example. Uh, for, oh, Corbin okay. Burns is a pitcher for the Milwaukee uh, Brewers, um, ripping it up this year, and he was a, um, a rookie in 2019. Well, I started buying all his rookie cards because you know he might go to crap. But he might be really, really good. So, um, if you buy him really cheap, you know, maybe they you buy him at a dollar. It's just the same thing as Dodge Dogecoin or yeah. uh, Bitcoin, something like yeah. that. But it's act it's actually a physical, physical something. So, yeah. uh, you buy ten of his rookie cards for ten bucks, and they all turn to a hundred dollars. Then you have a thousand bucks. Ah, see, this is see, you like these a lot of things. In addition to trading cards, you're also a scratch ticket guy, right? Oh, big. T <laughs> I mean, is this like the yes. same philosophy that you like? You just don't want to be a liar. That's why. <laughs> when no, you... no. The the scratch ticket thing is just. Uh, I'm bored. What's you know? the best state for? None of them. My, here's here's <laughs> what I tell you: If you're gonna play a scratch ticket, take the money, wipe your ass with it, and flush it in the toilet. Because generally, you get nothing out of it. Um, once in a while, you hit something, you know. And of course, there's tickets out there. Like Twenty five dollar tickets are. In mass is thirty dollar tickets, and right. um, you know you could win a million dollars. You could, you could, 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 could. Most of the time, you're going to lose thirty bucks. Um, once in a while, you get lucky. I mean, I've won ten thousand dollars on a two dollar ticket. I've won ten thousand dollars on a five dollar ticket. You know, um, so it's crazy. I have a, a real good story about uh, my mother won a hundred thousand bucks on a five dollar ticket because my father wanted a freaking hot dog. <laughs> all about hot that. They stopped somewhere in the middle of Maine. Because my father wanted a hot dog, so my mother bought a five dollar ticket. And the the craziest story about this is that I I that day I flew into Maryland to help my buddy whose father had passed away and owned a pawn store. Um, so he had all these belongings and uh, including an extra vehicle. So I had to drive that back. And when I landed, my mother called me and said, "Everything all right? Yeah, I don't I don't like flying. I sweat it out, you know, but I don't like flying generally." And then she called me uh, about ten minutes later, and she's crying hysterically. And I was like, "What happened? What happened? What happened?" Like I just won a hundred grand on a scratch ticket. <laughs> and I flew into Maryland with zero dollars. 
You know what I mean? My buddy just inherited like a hundred G's. My mother just won a hundred grand. My mother, my brother actually won 10 grand two days earlier. So I was like, what? So I had to drive back from Maryland with, um, I don't know, 30, 30 guns through a bunch of state borders. It was fun. Um, eventually made it to Foxwoods and, uh, um, yeah. So that was, you know, got pretty lucky. You know, I love gambling. So, um, if I can just get that quick, you know, go down to the store real quick couple tickets something to do sometimes you win sometimes you lose most of the time you lose but speaking Speak- of i was gonna say speaking of crazy stories involving flying I, I got a source telling me that you met the 9-11 plane bombers yes yeah what? um it uh blind mike did you jump out of the plane before um no so i yeah so i was they came through south Poland, where uh the city i live um, and they're at the, uh, convenience store down the street from me. So I can walk there. Um, I was in line waiting and they turned around and asked for directions to the comfort Inn. Um, and at the time I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. Just go through this light. I gave them directions to the comfort Inn. Um, so, and yeah. So then that, that, that happened, uh, the day so after. Did you like, how did you know it was them? You recognized him from the news after or. Yeah, no, I talked to the cashier cause the cashier oh. was interviewed. Um, oh. By you know FBI, right, and, right, um, right. <clears throat> surprisingly I wasn't. So I didn't that's work. crazy. But yeah, it was crazy. And the girl <clears throat> that was a housekeeper at Comfort Inn, I knew her. She couldn't talk for a long time, you know. And her whole thing was like, you know, what they ate before, where they went shopping the night before, oh, what they, wow. you know, they went to the Pizza Hut. That's why they, all the Pizza Huts close around here. <laughs> <laughs> really? But that, no, that one in particular. As soon as that happened, that Pizza Hut was gone. Oh wow. Yep. So it was crazy. I well, I have to ask you this question before Blind Mike's daddy does. What is uh, what are your thoughts on the current WWE product? <laughs> you guys, this is great. Uh, the current WWE product is not great. In is my there mind, it's it? not. Is yeah. there a way to fix it? Storyline. It's all storyline. I mean, I watched it today, where um, you know we they the whole storyline of WWF and wcw and the fight that went on in the 90s you know it was all storyline um mm-hmm. you know once uh hogan came in wcw and then uh you know nwo st- starts well the ratings for wcw went through the roof and they kept like a six-year low and uh, thanks for that buddy they kept a six-year low for uh wwf until the attitude era and then that started to whistle back and the nwo kind of fizzled out because they didn't have any more didn't have any other um, storylines to go with. They just kept right. adding p- more people to NWO and just fizzled out to the point where um, Vince McMahon yeah. buys Ted Turner out and they combine <laughs> and have a big fight. And Shane, um, Shane's in the ring, like, you know, like, hi, dad. Remember that? Yeah, yeah <laughs> that was great. No, I mean, but, and, you know, and Vince turns into the biggest heel uh, they, the company had ever seen. He was the huge heel. Right. You know, um, everybody hated him. De- De- Generation X, uh, Stone Cold um, had his bouts. Even The Rock had bouts with him. So uh, it, was, uh, it was something else. Um, behold. But so so we see it nowadays. It's just like he's lazy writing. Like, all right, well, uh, Braun Strowman's going to fight Shane McMahon because he called him stupid. Right. Well, what? Yeah. But there was a storyline in that. Yeah, but... And, and the other problem... I, 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 the other problem is the heels always win. They haven't had a good, like Kevin Owens should have been over like you read about, and he should have beaten Roman Reigns at least one of those times and maybe lost again. But, and, and the same thing just happened with Daniel Bryant. The same thing's right. happening with Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns, and I know Matt Awaska Rob loves Roman Reigns. Roman yeah, but that was the Reigns best thing. <laughs> sucks. No, but the best, the best yeah. thing they did with Roman was turn him heel. I think yeah, we would make the only, the no, for that. No, that's the only thing turn, they could do. Again, you can turn heel, but you can still and still involve him in the storyline. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But he can still lose his title once in a while, and you can still, you know, give that olive branch to uh, one of the up Cesaro. Cesaro. Oh, but I think how over would that have been if he just came in and beat Roman Reigns? I I think yep. you're absolutely right, but I and it's and it's tough to, I think for those guys backstage to to gauge where the fan reaction is. Because there's no live feedback, the only feedback they're getting is from television screens and the Thunderdome. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of tough to have that 
organic push for someone like Cesaro, someone like Kevin Owens, and someone like Daniel Bryant, like he did when he had that run at WrestleMania, because you don't have that live feedback. You don't have that fan response. You're only looking at social media, and it's always the same complaints that we've had before COVID was, why is it always Roman Reigns? What the fuck is going on here? And a lot of, I think, you're right, you're spot on with the the creative, but it's not their fucking fault. The buck stops no. with Vince McMahon. We we yeah, know yeah, that. Yeah, I know. It's the Vince thing... and, and it's it's um Hunter and uh well, Stephanie. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, uh, no. we've been waiting for Hunter to take over, right? You know, we, we see yeah. no pun intended with NXT, but we see what happens with, with NXT. Well that's NXT's that... not a bad product, no. Right. That's what I was just about to say though, is that the the thing like I mean and and I I have it watched like weekly, like you know, I don't know, three or four years. But the thing that that like frustrates me is how how like when NXT was at its height, like we we were you know NXT Brooklyn too. I talk about it all the time. Yeah. Um, like when we when we were there, like like those those storylines were so great, and and the storylines on like on like the main show were so shit. Like, and I just I don't understand how one uh, like in the same corporation, like one of them can have like these all great. these great storylines going yeah. going on, and these like and great it was like, only like, a like one storytelling. Hour yeah, I know it's true. That that makes it better. That makes yeah. makes it easier, obviously, because like less content. But you you know what I mean? Like that that it, it just I always was so confused by that. And like, how could Vince not see like that his shit like that he needs to like fix it? Yeah, I don't I don't know how he doesn't see it. Yeah, I mean it's because AEW is going to be catching up here. Um, I th- real I quick. think so, but they've been uh, AEW is a good product. I am a big fanboy AEW, but. There's some ticky tack shit that they gotta fucking fix on that program. The production's one. Exactly, and then, you you know when when they gave that champagne bath, like you could. Just, I think I I can't keep up with the thread sometimes because I go to sleep. The wrestling thread I'm in with you guys. Yeah, but yeah. You see Jericho fucking hiding on the bottom of the golf cart. You wouldn't see that shit in WWE. You know, like the smoke and mirrors. They don't do a good job of that. I mean, Stone Cold that- Steve Austin did go to a guy's house and get shot almost. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there was so it's so it was how many more gimmicks back in the day? It was how much right. you know you could over the further top, the gimmicks the could top, you go? Right. But like like the when he fell out the blood and guts match, right? Ugh. You got to turn that camera away. He's opening his eye, looking to see if it came out well. Uh, you see guys pulling fucking blades from their wristbands. Like you you can't show that to a live studio audience, especially a smart audience. That wasn't no, AEW. No, no, no. There needs to be better camera work and better production value in AEW. And I think it um it would be great to see. And I think it is competing right now with the WWE just on storyline alone. Right. Oh yeah. Um, you know, we got Friday night uh this week for AEW. Right. Um 10 yeah, ten o'clock. Yeah. yeah. Why not run it at eight? Why not? Well, I think I think there's there might be basketball there. I don't know. There's something going on. Well, I'm just why not? Why not? Why not? All messed special. up is because uh because the playoffs right or something. How fire is this hat, by the way? That's I, it's very far. I like it a lot. For I those like of you it. listening, it's a Patriots. Uh, oh, what is it? Pat the Patriot. Pat the Patriot. Yeah. Pat, Pat Patriot. Patriot. Yeah. All white. So just one, one West, uh, one last wrestling. Re- <laughs> re- oh my God! I'm, what what the fuck is wrong with me? One last wrestling related question, TJ. What, did you see John Cena's fucking video, like speaking Chinese? Yes. How pathetic is that, dude? It's yeah, it's just caving to the masses. It's That's just, all it is. So gross. I mean, the guy guy knows if he doesn't, he loses all his money. Billions and, of dollars. You know, Billions of dollars are on the line. Yeah. So I mean, he's got you got you know, that Fast around. and the Furious yeah. and yeah. Tokyo Drift and whatever. Yeah. But I mean, I was on a. I mean, he's a big John Cena hater, but you know the distance makes the heart grow fonder, and I was starting to like Cena again. But now this China thing, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, this part of me, there's definitely things I think about with the WWE where, right. like, how come they just don't do that? Like, CM Punk was right there. Bring him back. Bring yeah. him back. Pay, pay the fucking man. Bring him back for yeah. uh, a little bit and just, you know, have him over. Yeah. Um, you know, it just, it, it feels like uh, both of them are in status quo. Like, yeah, we're, we're fine with a one and a half ratings. You know, and, and, or one ratings. That's it. And, but the, and yeah, and they're not. I mean, they went one six, but they were up against playoff hockey and basketball. But eventually, those fans are not going to come back. The people that are watching were diehard, are diehard fans like you and myself and Buddy. Those that, that's the core audience that are sticking around for three hours. They're not maintaining. They're not getting new fans. You know, when Eric so, Bischoff said said, "Okay, we're going to pin Monday Nitro right up against Monday Raw." 
Yeah. And they said, well, that's going to a lot of the wrestlers thought that, you know, the dispersion would be uh, equally going one or the other. So they'd both lose ratings and advertising dollars. What happened was they watched both. And then they started, there was fans of each and they just kept going up in the fans in the middle that watched both. I mean, it's Mm -hmm. great. It's like, uh, you know, wrestling is the man soap opera. It is. is. You know what I mean? Like it's our days of our lives. It's our general hospital. Um, It's, it's weird. I think of it that way. Um, going coming from my mother used to tape days of my lives every goddamn day, so it's like, oh god, my wife still does. It's like, um, but even I find even those have a better storyline than WWE right now, you know, (laughs) like now somebody's getting possessed, all right. I mean, it's it's definitely none of it's believable, but at least it's what's that? Is Stefano a big problem still? Dead, real life, dead. Dad, D-E-D. Um, he died a year and a half ago, something like that. Oh, yeah, that's right. um, I put on Facebook. So, so yeah, the <laughs> WWF came up with gimmicks, you know, like Doink the Clown, and they come up with these guys and repo man, yeah, you know, oh, the dentist and stuff like that. <laughs> well, what the WCW did back in the day is take you know the outsiders and turn them into Kevin Nash and Scotty Hall. They gave them names, reality, you know, yeah, and it's more reality based. And uh, you know, obviously, I don't want to see WWF, uh, WWE go back and put names like that on people, but you know, um, it is. It's reality based, so um, I kind of like it that way. I don't like the gimmicky names. Um, it's no, it's the way it is. So yeah, I think one last one. I got another fun one for you. I was told that this must be asked. Uh, what color suit does your grandfather uh, did your grandfather use to wear when he was bathing your grandmother in the kitchen sink? The color? He, it, it was gray. Like what gray. is what is and this story? Tim Kenton would love to ask you these questions. Um, <laughs> he would. So what's what? Would you like the story? Yes, I would yeah, like the story. Yeah, please. Okay, because when, story, then I get jet. When now, a grown now, ass now, man uh, messages me saying, "Ask about color suit bathing his grandmother," I have to. I have to hear the story. So, so my mother, my grandmother, um, we call her Fun Bun. That's my brother's nickname for her, Fun Bun. I don't know. Um, she'd always leave three dollars underneath the microwave um, cloth. And that $3 back in the day would get you a couple gallons of gas and a pack of smokes. No shit. Like, I had a little Chevy Chevette, right? So, smokes were 89 cents, and gas was under a buck. Um, Long for those days, right? So, I was like, I was in desperate need for, you know, gas and smokes. So I go, go over to my grandma's house. I go to walk inside this big six-unit apartment building. And um, my grandfather owned it. And uh, door's locked. Mind you, never in the history of my life has that door ever been locked. Ever. <laughs> ever. It's like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> I want my $3, goddammit. So I mosey over, and I'm like, okay, let's look into the curtains. Holy God, no. And I close them. <laughs> so he is literally bathing my grandmother over the kitchen sink and just <laughs> <laughs> I was like holy shit and just took off my 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 grandfather now he wasn't really my real grandfather but he's the grandfather that I knew as my grandmother's boyfriend forever they didn't even get married just a person I knew for for years mm-hmm. all he did was crank lucky strike non filters and the <laughs> oh. only only time I saw him not in a gray jumpsuit was like during a wedding or something we had to be there. He'd walk around his arms way out, his butt, you know, hanging right out. Ah, get over here, you son of a bitch! No, he, he was, he was a, he, man. He was a mean old man. But you'd say happy birthday to him, Niagara Falls. Yeah, no, he loved us. He also had a, uh, a strange obsession with burning everything he saw. So, like, we'd rent Nintendo games as kids. <laughs> and he'd literally take like the instruction booklets that came with like the rad racer and i oh that looks like paper <laughs> gone burn it They're like oh fuck pa jesus christ yeah but something else to see your grandma's tits <laughs> i was gonna say that just... <laughs> anyway and as an adult too so it's just even worse yeah so, oh, I, I know you're running short on time uh but we usually like to have our guest ask us questions before he leaves you so do you have any 
questions for any of us? <laughs> uh, I don't know. As, as uh, a non-listener, it's going to be tough. <laughs> <laughs> right. Buddy, how much pot did you smoke tonight? Um, <laughs> a regular amount. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's oh, I you know Stoner when you see a Stoner. How much vodka is in that orange juice you just drank, Andrew? It's not vodka; it's just straight whiskey. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I'm not even gonna hide it; it's just and straight whiskey. BMD, I can't see you because it's dark. But uh, I don't know if I have. How long does it take to grow that beard out? Oh Jesus! It's a nice, it's a full beard. I like it. Uh, when did I last get a haircut? It goes up to his eyes sometimes. Is that, yeah, yeah. Now, is that the Quran right next to you? Or? <laughs> no, that's I'm my just wife's robes. Oh. Um, no, it usually connects to my chest. I could do like a full ball wrap, I think. Yeah. Ooh, nice. Balls to nice. My... <laughs> oh, well, um, gentlemen, it's been my pleasure. Thank you. Thanks Thank for having you. me Thank on. Thank you for And uh, I got to get to my little boy from my wife gets home and I'm. Um, Yep. <laughs> yeah, we don't want we'll that. Go, we'll be able to go to the casino tomorrow. <laughs> so thank you so much. All right, guys. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Thank you. Take yeah. care. All right, that was good. That was TJ Hubbard joining us. I'm kirking off. What do you think? What do you guys? I love I TJ. Was, I, I think it was a rough interview for our first interview back in a while. No. Yeah, we. I mean, we obviously like we literally just really ended it, but like. uh uh yeah you know i don't really know too much about him you know yeah um he knows his shit about cards though i'll say that holy yeah, shit he, he knows yeah. his shit i didn't know anything he was talking about i like no offense to him it was just like okay like, when he gets when he sounds like he's gonna stop talking i'll start listening but like i just i was like i don't know what, what he's saying oh about the cards yeah yeah yeah, yeah it's like yeah. straight over my head yeah. i think my yeah, biggest fear would be having my card yeah. stolen if i had to go send it away to yeah. get a praise i'll be like fuck you I know, like that's a whole process. Yeah. But but uh, anyways, let's not bore the listeners. And are we looking forward to anything next week, Andrew? I mean, I, I, I'm excited just because you're gonna get more Madawaska plans, more producer fill-ins. We got a new ally, as we heard in the news. We have a new ally right. in the yeah. Minifan world, and a new yeah. a dozen teammate. Additionally, so I mean, yeah, this is, and I think the the one thing about this move that I really like is that it gets in Rico's head. So when you know that they're gonna <laughs> they're gonna put up like Rico right now doesn't have a team anymore. So wherever Rico's team lands, whoever's team Rico's on, one of the first matches that team will be will be against Kirk and Nadu, and Nadu's gonna piss off Rico, and Rico's yeah. gonna throw a sissy fit. So can't wait for it. I mean, Andrew, does, we, does that mean Colin? The only the only other question I'm gonna hopefully get on the show is gonna be: Does that mean Colinane is the I third? Think- Trivia he should person. be, and I think he'd be that's good for be pop sleeper. culture, though. He's got oh, pop yeah. culture down. Oh, hell yeah, even sports. It, it, I think even a new dimension sports, to that team. Yeah, totally, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. But what's, it, just, what's his geography we'll close, like? We'll close with this because uh, okay. I don't, I don't, um, I don't think you heard this when you were on your interview. Well, how'd your interview go, by the way? Ah, well, well, I think it did. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't get hung up on, so that's a win. <laughs> um, so I hope no you get sh- the job as a weatherman, dude. I really do hope you get on the weather channel. I really appreciate that, guys. <laughs> no show next week. That's all I'm saying. Because uh, BMD for all BMD's right. wedding, so we'll just take it off. And then the week after, it'll be me, you, and somebody. We'll figure it out. Yeah, awesome. sounds good. All right. All right. See you guys. All right. Later, guys. See ya. Take care. Brush your hair. Throw napkins in the air.